Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Saturday, May 28th, 2022. Today, we're going to talk about something that's not the most fun thing in the world to talk about. We're going to talk about failure. And we're going to look at two examples of failure in the scriptures. And one of them is not going to end well, but the other, we are going to see a a change and we're going to see even a forecast of the future. So we want to look at these two examples and see what lessons that we can learn. The first example is going to take us back to King Saul and 1 Chronicles 9 through 10. And as we're looking at 1 Chronicles 9 through 10, you'll see that it starts with the genealogy of the returned exiles. So that tells us that even though the events that we're looking at in Chronicles will be uh, the reign of David and Solomon and then all the kings of of Judah, uh, this book was not written until much later. Uh, This book is actually probably one of the later books that's written and actually in the Hebrew Bible uh, Chronicles is the last book in the, the Hebrew uh, Bible, what we would refer to as the Old Testament. But as we look at this, especially as we look at chapter 10, it reminds us of the death of Saul. It tells us the story that we've now already seen at the end of 1 Samuel of how Saul dies, but it, it gives us a commentary on why that happened to Saul uh, at the end of chapter 10. It says in 1 Chronicles 10, 13, So Saul died for his breach of faith. He broke faith with the Lord in that he did not keep the command of the Lord and also consulted a medium seeking guidance. He did not seek guidance from the Lord. Therefore, the Lord put him to death and turned the kingdom over to David, the son of Jesse. So there we see this divine commentary on King Saul and why he died. And it says he died for his breach of faith. And we can remember some of the ways that he did not keep the command of the Lord um, and how when he was told to do certain things, he did not do them. And then in the end, he goes and does something else that he knows he's not supposed to do by consulting a medium, consulting somebody who is going to try to converse with the dead and and brings up Samuel for him. So he adds that to the previous ways that he had uh, broken faith with the Lord. And and so we see this, the sad story of King Saul, uh, a king who was chosen by God, but a king who rejected uh, God by disobeying his commands and therefore was rejected by God. And we're reminded of that in 1 Chronicles chapter 10 today. But let's go now to the New Testament where we will spend time looking at uh, a more encouraging example of something that happens after failure. And as we look at John 21 today, we will see the example of Peter. And what we're going to see is Jesus's restoration of Peter. Now you look at it and and Saul did some pretty sinful things, but Peter, he blew it in a pretty big way as well. He famously denies Jesus three times. 
but as we consider how the story ends, the story doesn't end with, well, Peter died for his breach of faith. No, Peter goes on and is uh, really one of the main teachers and leaders in the early church. So how does that happen? And as you think through maybe failure in your own life, how do you say, well, I don't want to end up like King Saul. I want to end up like like Peter. What is it and, and how does that look like? Well, we'll get a better sense of that as we look at this, another post-resurrection appearance of the Lord Jesus Christ in John 21. And we see there's this deja vu going back to earlier in uh, his ministry when he calls his disciples um, of them fishing all night, catching nothing. And then Jesus saying, hey, try throwing out on this side. Um, and and it happens. And when this happens, they see, oh, this is Jesus as they had gone fishing. But then what we see, it develops into more of a one-on-one conversation with uh, Jesus and Peter. Uh, and even if there were others around, there was a focus between the two of them. And we see more of that in verses 15 through 17, where it says, when they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, Son of John, do you love me more than these? And he said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him a second time, Simon of John, Son of John, do you love me? And he said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, Son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. And so here we we see a few uh, really elements, I think, of what restoration and and godly um, recovery from failure looks like. And one thing that's encouraging is just that failure does not have to be the end. Jesus clearly pursues this conversation. Jesus clearly is seeking to restore um, Peter here. And that's good news for for all of us, because when we fail in the Christian life, it's good to know that we have a Savior who who seeks us and a Savior who who leads us and leads us out of failure. And we we see then what is the elements of that uh, coming back from failure. And we see clearly the main thing is, do you love Jesus? Do you love Jesus? That's the question that keeps coming up there with with Peter. Do you love me? And the answer is yes, you know that I love you. And, And that's really the difference. If you have a true and abiding love for Jesus Christ, failure will not be the end for you. But if you don't love Jesus, well then what is to bring you back from failure? Uh, truthfully, there, there might not be anything that will bring you back from failure if you don't truly love Jesus. And then not only is there this focus on loving Jesus, there's a focus on serving his people. All the answers come back, uh, tend my sheep, feed my lambs, feed my sheep. Hey, Peter, keep serving my flock. And, and that's a good lesson for for all of us, when we think through failure, hey, I need to step back from that failure and keep loving Jesus and keep serving 
others. I should never stop doing those things. And that's the road back. And so I want to encourage you, if there's some way that you have failed in the Christian life, that failure does not have to be the end. And the main things that Jesus would encourage you with is, hey, keep loving Jesus and keep serving his people. Because then your failure will not be the end of the story, just like it wasn't the end of the story for Peter. And that's what Jesus really goes on to say when he speaks there in verses 18 and 19, he speaks of the kind of death that Peter is going to die. And ultimately, what we understand from history is that Peter died by being crucified. In the end, Peter was faithful. In the end, he did follow the footsteps of Jesus even unto death. And, and that's, an, that's an encouraging thing. Now, that's a pretty interesting question, right? How is being told that you are going to die an encouraging thing? Well, for Peter, it was a very encouraging thing because he had spoken so strongly and so proudly that he would die for Jesus. And then he denies him three times. So Jesus is encouraging him saying, hey, when the, when the time actually comes, you will stand and you will die for me. And that's why it was an encouraging thing for Peter. And hopefully that's an encouraging thing for you. That if we love Jesus and we keep serving his people, the end will be very different from our failure. But then we see one other pitfall here uh, in these last few verses. Uh, Peter starts asking questions about this other disciple who I think pretty clearly is um, the apostle John. And Jesus says, hey, no, no, no. Um, don't focus on that. Uh, you follow me. Uh, don't worry about this other guy. You follow me. And I think that's another thing that we can get uh, hung up on or tripped up by is especially even uh, returning from failure or responding to our own sin. We can focus on other people. And Jesus is saying, no, 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 don't focus on other people. Focus on me and follow me. And so there we see the contrast. King Saul dies for his breach of faith, but he never truly repents. He never seeks the Lord. In fact, he goes and seeks out a medium. Peter, on the other hand, he fails, but he loves Jesus and he keeps serving Jesus and his people. And God makes the end of his story so much different um, than the failure that he is still known for of denying Christ. So as we think through our own lives, and, and we all fail in one way or another, I pray that what you would be encouraged by looking at these lessons is that you would keep loving Jesus and that you would keep serving him. And that when you do that, failure will not be the end of the story. Don't be like King Saul, who his failure just led to more failure and actually led him to seek other things instead of God. No, may our failure cause us to love Jesus, to serve him even more, and to continue to serve his flock, and that, that will lead to a different ending, just like we see here for Peter. So I hope these things, even though this is a difficult topic, I hope these things have encouraged you today. Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out RevivalFromTheBible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.